Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, rolling along. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. The great Dominique Wilkins live on the Goodyear Hotline in a half hour. The Hawks, his old team, three wins away from a trip to the NBA Finals. So we'll talk to Nick. We'll have who you got at the end of the hour, as we do every Friday. So we've got a lot of fun to get to here. A whole bunch of topics that I haven't gotten to this morning because I've been slightly distracted Mm. by two things in the studio. One of them is Hembo's shirt, and the other is Brandon's pants. Now, I will, I will make it clear. Brandon Phillips, our stage manager, has been with us since the day we launched Get Up, and he's a dear friend to all of us. And he's wearing pants that we, we are, we're, we're in a discrepancy as to whether or not they are sweatpants. They have a drawstring. They kind of look like sweatpants. I went over and felt them. I felt his pants. Huh. They don't feel like sweatpants. What do they feel like? They feel like dockers, like cotton dockers. Okay. But they have the drawstring. Hembo was arguing that they are sweatpants. I, I was arguing. But I, I think your argument is going to now be over, and here's why. Mm. They have a fly. Yeah. Sweatpants don't have a fly. That's what makes them sweatpants. That's right. Sweatpants, you, you, you got to pull down. Why That's do you need the drawstring and the zipper and the pinstripes? It's the only, it's well, the only I don't sw- understand what the drawstring and the zipper have to do with each other. What, a, zip, a drawstring is not in place of a zipper. <laughs> a drawstring ever- is in place of a belt. <laughs> I understand that, but you never see the two. You, you never see pants with a zipper and a drawstring, ever. Right. That's because sweatpants generally don't have a fly, and that's why we're saying these are not sweatpants because they have a fly. I told you, the drawstring on the dress pant yeah. is a thing now. It's hmm. happening. It's happening. Now, what I would say is, and I'm not allowed to wear them because I, I wanted to buy a pair, and my wife told me I couldn't pull them off. <laughs> And I never, so here's the thing. My wife doesn't tell me what to wear and not to wear, except she does, and here's why. Because when you buy something that you know she doesn't like, and then you put it on, she'll say to you, oh, you're wearing that? And now, like, your whole night is ruined, right? Now, and that's not fun. So, I mean, just just, just alleviate that problem, so I never do it. Now, in your case, Hembo, Mm -hmm. Your wife, Lizzie, is probably not awake at the time you leave the house. What time did you leave the house this morning? 3.45. All right, so I'm assuming she's asleep. She is. Would she have commented on that shirt? I don't think so. I mean, I think it was her who actually bought me this shirt for a specific occasion, of which I now don't remember. Was it a child's birthday party? It definitely wasn't work today. (laughs) It definitely was not. Was she intending for you to wear it out of the house? (laughs) I I, I honestly have no idea of the backstory or even how it got into my closet, but I was feeling frisky today, and I took the chance, and it has absolutely backfired. Well, there are many days in which I feel frisky, (sighs) and I'm telling you, none of them have I thought to myself, I'm going to put on that shirt. Uh, someone made the comment that I think it's accurate. Your shirt looks like the opening credits to Saved by the Bell. It is pretty spot <laughs> It really does. It, 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 I don't know what it's got on it. I don't know how to describe this shirt, but it, it I mean, so I'll just, I will leave it at this because we got to get to some sports conversation. I would sooner wear Brandon's pants than Hembo's shirt, but let the record show, I dislike them both. <laughs> I can't believe I said that myself. Okay, what was I going to get to next? It it, it almost wasn't, doesn't really matter. Okay, what is this? Sneaky big news. Why is everyone speaking of outfits? Why is everyone freaking out about the baseball all-star jerseys? (laughs) Like, at one point yesterday, you would have thought that baseball's all-star jerseys were like a threat to our national security. (laughs) I, I actually saw tweets like, how... Our national pastime has never sunk to this depth. 
How can the stewards of our game possibly allow this? I saw people saying that. We got, we got that message. Yes, we did. Over, over, like, not spectacular all-star jerseys. <laughs> like, they're not that noteworthy. If you're asking me, do I like them? I'd say no. But I'll say, I like them way better than Hembo's shirt and Brandon's pants. <laughs> if, 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 but, uh, to be serious, like... They're bad, but they're not that bad. I mean, why did people lose their minds over this thing? Because that's what people do now. Like, we take a thing that is that we don't like. It's not that outrageous, and we become outraged about it. People like, 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 like exactly like you said. People were like, as if they had decided we're just going to remove second base and play baseball now right. without second base. It was that kind of like, anything bad. What are you doing, Rob? Man- you think Rob Manfred is designing the All Star Game? <laughs> like he's trying to fix his sport at the moment with things that are actually happening that matter. It was so bizarre to me. It was like like people acted as they were as outraged by this. Like I understand people being outraged by seven inning doubleheaders. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I, I actually kind of like it, but I fully understand people being outraged by that. You're going to make a change that fundamental to the sport. Right. I totally get that people are going to lose their minds over that. People acted like this was that. <laughs> Like, it's the All-Star jerseys for crying out loud. I'm stunned by this. So let me ask Bubba, because many may not know this, but before his career in radio production, Bubba actually worked for several of the biggest designers. Uh, He has an extraordinary fashion eye. Bubba does. um, Worked at Ralph Lauren. uh, I I know at one point, I think, was was like the number two person at Calvin Klein. Yeah, we call him Loren. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know what his actual name is? Paul. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. His, his last name is actually Lipschitz, but that's neither here nor there. Whoa. He's a Jewish guy from the Bronx. And, and, and he, he became, but you don't sell shirts that way. Like you can't sell a shirt with a polo jersey on it, like a little polo thing on it and saying, how you doing? I'm Ralph Lipschitz and I'd like to design your clothing. But uh, that's genuinely his name. But, but Ralph Lauren, people are like, ooh. Yeah, you also can't run for political office with that last name. Uh, probably either. not. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's a challenging name. But uh, let's move on. So... Bubba, within your expertise, yeah. how would you describe the baseball all-star game uniforms and how, how big a deal they are? Um, they're not pleasant. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, I don't really know what they're trying to accomplish. And, yeah, I guess, I guess I don't I mean, it seems like it's a, the outrage seems a bit much, but at the same time, it just seems like there's no point to them, so it's, I guess I'm. I sort of understand the outrage because they're just they're just pretty stupid. Like I don't <laughs> I don't understand what the point of these jerseys the, are. Stu- like, bub, bub. stupid as in players should just wear their home team uniforms, the team that they play for. Yeah, or stupid I, as I'm, in how they are designed. They're no, yeah, they're they are designed stupidly. <laughs> I would generally I'm generally in favor of just the All Stars wearing their home uniforms. Yeah, I, 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 I am too. Like, it's not like in other sports where you, you might become confused by, you know, which guy's on your team. Obviously, in basketball and football, to be clear, you have to have one right. team wearing one color and the other team wearing another color. But I don't think anyone is, you know, going to be in the outfield and accidentally throwing the ball to the batter. So I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. But, but, but I was just, I was struck. And I will tell you, I saw the reaction before I saw the jerseys. And so I first thought, huh. what must these look like? <laughs> like if you, just, if you just saw the reaction, you'd think that they were somehow sacrilegious. Chartreuse. Like they were literally, no, but way worse. Like they were like violating someone's sense of decency. 
Like, like they were completely see-through. They had pictures, of, like they had nudity. Like, like there was something about them that was, I, I'm not making this up. Did anyone else see this reaction? I heard someone say, how can the stewards of the game be allowing this? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? It's a bad-looking jersey. I've seen a million of them before, and I'll see a million of them again. When you played sports growing up, and you divvied off teams with you and your buddies, did you guys ever do shirts versus skins? Sure, of course. Basketball. You That's a that. basketball thing. Yes, everyone did that. Okay. But not yes, everyone did that. Okay. What do you mean? I, I, I didn't, have I didn't a fo- show up at a, at a you know to <laughs> play basketball. A, that was with, your question. With have, jerseys, I, yeah, I didn't have a follow up for that. We didn't have uniforms. <laughs> like I wouldn't go out to West Forest Street to play basketball and be like, "All right, you guys are blue and we're what?" No, you got shirts and skins. Okay, That's very common. Just one of the guys. Yes. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you don't have a follow up for that? Why did you just <laughs> randomly ask if you played shirts and skins? I, I don't know. Did anyone not? Bubba, <laughs> <laughs> did you not? Was there another I, way? I mean, of course I did, but I don't understand why you just asked him that with no reason or <laughs> follow up. You just I don't hold have on. Let me ask this and then get the answer. <laughs> Honestly, and then that's it. My mind's in another place today. Was that a non sequitur? It was. Uh, yes, the, the very definition of a non sequitur. Hembo was losing his mind because the aliens are, or or not the aliens are coming, but <laughs> they, no, they are. I'm hoping they well, are. Well, the UFO report is going to be released today, and Hembo put on his favorite shirt, if, if, yeah, because he's so excited to read mm-hmm. this report. But I need to tell you what happened this morning, <laughs> Bubba. You're not going to believe this. Oh, geez. So every morning, I, I do my own makeup now. We haven't had makeup or hair people since the pandemic began. So I go into the makeup room by myself, and I put some music on every single day. And today I was listening to Michael, J- Michael Jackson's album, Off the Wall. And I always walk in with the music still playing. And when the guys on the crew, you know, we've all become friends here. They, they, you know, we all just comment on the music, whatever it is. Oh, Greeny loved the song today. Whatever it is. We just start talking about the music. So I said, controversial opinion. Off the Wall is a better album than Thriller. I just said that aloud, which I've said before. I've said it on right. TV we, and radio before. We've discussed it here on this Correct. very show. And so then I yell over to him. I was like, huh, maybe we do that on the radio today. So I yell over at Hembo. It was the other end of the room. Hembo, I'm going to do a controversial opinion today. What do you think? We'll do Off the Wall versus Thriller. And you said, what's that? <laughs> oh, come on. I said, on. what does that mean? What does that mean? And I said, you know, the album, and, and, he's, and Hembo said, I swear on my life, he oh, said God. this. Wait, Thriller is a song, right? And I said, Thriller is not just a song. Hembo honestly did not know <laughs> there was an album called Thriller. I swear on the lives of my children that I'm not making this up. Thriller is, of course, the greatest selling album in the history of civilization um, by a fairly wide margin. 16 million records. It has several of the most famous songs ever on it. Not one, not two, like eight of the most famous songs ever recorded on it. How did you live this long and not know that there was an album called Thriller? It's not possible. It makes me believe the reason you were this fascinated Mm. by aliens or UFOs is that you are, in fact, one of them, and you were just dropped on this planet like right before I met you and missed a lot of stuff because his answer was, well, Greeny, what year was it recorded? And I said, I don't know, like 1984-ish. And you said, well, I wasn't born. What the hell is that? You've never heard of Thriller? You don't have to have been born when Thriller was recorded to have heard of it. This is the second embarrassing Michael Jackson moment in my life. There was a time I was in a car. I don't remember who I was with, but we were listening to Smooth Criminal, by Michael Jackson. Oh, I, I love that. God's honest truth. I asked the person whom I was with, 
Why is Michael Jackson covering this song by Alien Ant Farm? Oh God! I thought I thought that yeah, it they just ban him right now. No, 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 no! I'm not kidding you. I, I this is not obviously not you my thought, wheelhouse. You thought Smooth Criminal was an Alien Ant Farm song? <laughs> I did, and and you were you were unaware. I was. I you were like Mike, stunningly unaware of Michael Jackson. I thought Michael Jackson was covering it. Michael Jackson called up Alien Ant Farm and <laughs> hey guys, do you mind if I cover this song? <laughs> that's honestly what I thought happened. This is just ridiculous. So that's what's happening here. Anyway, Dominic Wilkins, uh, against his own better judgment, is going to join this conversation coming up. And up next, I've got a prop bet that you have not considered for a second that I think is a stone-cold lead pipe lock. You can win and you cannot lose. Next on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. (laughs) Yes, this is Michael Jackson covering Alien Ant Farm's version (laughs) of, uh, of, of the classic song Smooth Criminal. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. I'm obviously kidding, but Hembo wasn't. If you're just joining us, we're just abjectly silly today. Um, and, and I think that's going to continue because I've now been asked to tell this story. So Hembo did not know that Thriller was an album. He didn't know it this morning. He'd never heard the album Thriller. I swear that's true. Right now, there's a 97-year-old woman in Kazakhstan listening to it. <laughs> Remember that movie? What was the movie with Jodie Foster where she like had never been in civilization and she spoke like her own language and a twisted in a wind, whatever that thing. She, uh, Nell. Nell. Nell knew that album. Nell came out of the woods not knowing anything, but she was like, oh, yeah, of course. Are you kidding? Billy G, not my lover. She knows that song. So somehow Hembo didn't. But I'm re- reminded and asked to tell the story of the day that Michael Jackson died, which is obviously not a funny day. 
And it's actually today is the anniversary of it. It was 20 years, 22 years ago today. But I was hosting Mike and Mike back then, of course, with, with Mike. And we had our staff, just like we have here. And we had like a group chat like we do now, like I think it was on email. And Michael Jackson died, I forget what time of day, but it was early in the day. It, it happened something like noon. And of course, like the world stopped. Like Michael Jackson was one of the five most famous people in the world. And so the reaction was extraordinary social media or every television network breaks into it. This is all anyone is talking about. And of course, all of us on the staff or all of us but one are exchanging notes. What do we do about it tomorrow? Who do we talk to? What should, how much should we talk about it? All, all this, all the stuff that you do when a very, very famous person dies. Fast forward like nine hours. It's eight o'clock at night. We had a producer on the show named Rob Guerrero. His nickname was Stats. He's still working in the business. People, if you listen to a lot of sports talk, you know who he is. Stats. Rob Stats Guerrero. He had been taking a nap. And he wakes up and he sends a, a text or an email to the group chain that says, and I quote, I think Michael Jackson may have died. That's literally what it says. Nine hours after <laughs> the entire world, I mean, like literally, I think, I, I, who, it was what year? Like I'm trying, who was, like I think whoever was the president had made a comment about it. Like literally everybody, it was 09? 09. So, so, so uh, 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 President Obama is the president. He's commenting on this. And, and the, the, the note that we get from stats is, I think Michael Jackson may have died. And that is a legendary day in the history of the show. And about what time of day again was that? Like 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, he died at noon. He died at noon. So nine hours after the passing of Michael Jackson, that was the reaction. That, that's the kind, of, that's the kind of, of, of staff that we were working with back in those days. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hembo asked me an interesting question. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. And I'm going to ask it to you. We're literally in the, in the office this morning trying to figure out the stuff we want to do on the show. And he said to me, oh, by the way, who's going to win the NBA championship? And I said, for the life of me, I don't know. There is no scenario that could unfold at this point that would surprise me. If the Clippers come back and win this series and win the whole thing, it wouldn't surprise me. If the Suns sweep them out of it here and then go on and win the whole thing, that wouldn't surprise me. If the Hawks pull this thing off against Milwaukee and then Trey Young finds a way to win the whole thing, I guess it would surprise me a little, but it wouldn't shock me. And certainly Milwaukee winning it wouldn't be a surprise. So I'm just going to ask the members of the hashtag crew that question. Hey, Nuno, who's going to win the championship? The Bucks will. Why? Because here's my here's my take. The Suns are going to crash and burn now that Chris Paul is back. Okay. So that'll give us something to talk about. <laughs> the Suns are going to crash and burn because Chris yep. Paul came He's back. Gonna, that dynamic has changed. They, they look good the first two games. They're going to struggle. Okay. Uh, the Hawks, Trey Young, will stop getting those BS calls where he's jumping into guys in the lane. That's going to go away. So it's going to be Bucks Clippers. And I think at that point, Paul George has carried this team too much. Uh, and especially because, God forbid, that the Clippers win without Kawhi, then we're going to start talking about do they even need Kawhi? Okay, fair enough. So that's an interesting take from Nuno. I don't, I, like I said, nothing would surprise me. So I guess I can't say I disagree with it. Bubba, who's going to win the championship? I better get them against them once, and I'm not going to do it again. I'm sticking with the Hawks. Sticking with the Hawks to win the championship. Devin, who's going to win? I think Kawhi comes back and the Clippers get it. Well, if Kawhi comes back, that changes everything. If Kawhi comes back and is healthy. Now, I will tell you, I'm not. please do not say Greeny is reporting this. 
I'm telling you that things I've heard from the people I talk to say there's no way he's coming back. My, my understanding is he is definitely not coming back. But I, I don't I don't know that with any certainty whatsoever. The reporting we have is that he is they are taking it day by day. My understanding is he's not coming back and they know it. But um, but I don't know that with certainty. So if he comes back, I would agree with that. If, if, if Kawhi comes back and is generally healthy, I would agree with that. Hembo, who's going to win? I like the Bucks because at this point, the Bucks are the healthiest team, and that seems to be what matters most in this playoff. We'll find out tonight uh, as, as they play Game 2, and you'll hear it on ESPN Radio. Tune in Game 2, Bucks Hawks, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 8 Eastern on most of these ESPN radio stations. There's a lot of things I haven't gotten to that I meant to, and I apologize for that. But the most important thing is next. Dominique Wilkins! Atlanta's maybe the greatest player they've ever had will join us live after this time for some straight talk. Look, we've all been there. You have some real work to do, but the free Wi-Fi where you're working isn't going to cut it. It's like leaving the winning runner stranded on third base. Not good. Well, now you can be your own hotspot with Straight Talk's Ultimate Unlimited plan. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month, all on America's largest, most dependable networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. Neek next on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Previously on Greeny. Jacob deGrom is lapping the field. If you are not one who follows baseball or at least doesn't follow it closely, then let me tell you something that you will find interesting. Jacob deGrom right now is the greatest pitcher that ever lived right now. No one has ever pitched better than he's pitching right now. That was us earlier this week here. Nothing but thriller today, as Hembo's never even heard of it. The Weekly Rewind brought to you by Dell for all your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. And with that, we roll on from above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17. And it is my extraordinary pleasure with the Atlanta Hawks in a place they have not been often in their franchise history, playing in a conference final with a one nothing lead over Milwaukee and a chance to put a stranglehold on that series in Game 2 tonight, I am delighted to welcome Dominique Wilkins to ESPN Radio. Good morning, Dominique Wilkins. 
Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm great. And it's just an absolute pleasure to have you on here. And folks, not only is Neek, you know, the greatest player in recent Hawks history, but as works as a TV analyst there. So as close to the team as you can possibly be. And I so appreciate the time. So, Dominic, let's go back before we work our way forward here. Going back to March when they made the coaching change, I've pointed this out repeatedly. Going back to when they made that change, the Hawks have a better record than the Sixers did. They have a better record than the Bucks did. So maybe this isn't the surprise that some people view it as. Aside from the coaching change, what else have you seen change that had this dramatic turnaround for this team this season? I think the coaching change is, is the start of it. Uh, you know, Nate McMillan has gotten these guys to buy into the way he likes to play. But more importantly, he's gotten them to buy into playing team defense. And that's what's been our strong suit. Yeah, we have some some scores, some guys who can shoot the basketball, but it starts on the defensive end. And so that's the, that's the reason for the big turnaround. And then when you have that type of structure in place and that type of momentum, you believe that you can win each and every night. And these guys have done a remarkable job at being resilient and not – you know, buying into to all the other rhetoric, you know, about our team and how, you know, they, they can't get it done, they can't make it. I think that attitude has changed now. They they seem to have a chip on their shoulder, and I, to me, it certainly seems to come from their superstar. I was in the garden for game one of that series, the night that he beat the Knicks on the final second, and what I could not help but notice immediately was that 22-year-old Trey Young in his first ever playoff game was not only not afraid of the moment, but embraced it and loved it. And I wonder what you've seen from him as far as that and the way the rest of the team has fed from that. You know what? There's very few guys who have that it factor and not afraid and and love the competition, love to compete. Trey Young is one of those guys. I mean, he lives for the moment. And that's what competing and and that's how great players are made. And he is no different. And he's just an amazing little guy and has no fear. You know, Trey and I have talked, you know, from the very first day he came come in the league. And I said, you're here for a reason. And I said, you know, there's no accident that, that you're here in the position that you're in. And now he is taking it to the level that nobody has expected. And, man, I'm just so proud of this guy's what he's done. Well, yeah, and, you know, we've had so many people on the shows that I host talking about how they are surprised that I think maybe for whatever reason, everyone knew he was a good player. I'm not sure everyone knew this was coming. Take me through the time that he's been there. What have you seen in him? Take me through the growth. How has he gone from what was a dynamic star coming out of college to what he feels like he is now, which is a a genuine NBA superstar? Well, he's anointed as a superstar now. You know, after that Philadelphia series and winning the first game in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. he's anointed as now a superstar, a legit superstar. And I've seen the growth of Trey Young. You know, every year, the last three years, you see him getting better and better and better and more and more confident. And this guy just loves to play the game of basketball. And I think that's one of the biggest differences. He actually loves to play the game of basketball. Doesn't make excuses. He comes to work every day. And, uh, you know, you uh, again, very few guys who can put a team on – their shoulders, especially this a guy his size to put on a, such a small guy to put the team on his shoulders each and every night and do what he's done is pretty remarkable. 
Greeny and the great Dominique Wilkins with me on the Goodyear hotline, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. A, a lot of people would compare him to Steph Curry when when he when when um, Trey came out of college for a variety of op- obvious reasons, the great shooting range and, and obviously the the comparatively diminutive stature. What do you think of that comparison? People say, well, Trey Young is the next Steph. When you hear people say that, what do you say? Trey Young is the next Trey Young. Mm. <laughs> That's what I th- I mean, and I don't like comparisons mm-hmm. because they're, they're, they're different type of players. I mean, yeah, they do similar things as far as their range and putting it on the floor. Both of them are great ball handlers. Um, but I think Trey is unique. He's his own style and brand. And so uh, I, I don't like to get into the comparisons. You know, Steph Curry is a super, superstar player and have done amazing things in his league. You know, Trey is 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 getting into that uh, position where he can be that guy as well. So uh, the growth of this uh, young Trey Young has been, man, it's been outstanding. I love it. Dominique Wilkins with me here. And and so how would you describe the town? You know, Atlanta is a city that, that people look at as um, for, for any number of different ways as a sports town. And here you have this thing to buy into and it feels so real and so big. And you've been there forever. How would you describe the, 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 the excitement in the city right now with these Hawks sitting where they are? Well, it's definitely real. I mean, the, our city is, has exploded, you know, in the support of our young team. And um, I can't tell you it, the, the emotion, the feelings are going on and the, the electricity that's in the city right now. And it's because of these guys and they've been the Cinderella team of these playoffs. And it's just a wonderful thing to see. But, you know, they've worked hard to get to this disposition, you know, and they believe. And I think, you know, that, that whole slogan we have on the T-shirts every game you come to, the Hawks, we believe, and they honestly believe that they can win each and every night. And, they, and they've proven it. We'll see what happens tonight. Again, they've got game two in Milwaukee tonight. We'll have the coverage here on ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, I do this one thing, Dominique, I'd love to do with you. Just going to sit back and have a little story time. Tell me a story. I would love, I just ask people to tell stories, those who've been involved in legendary moments. And I remember so many moments from your career. I remember the game, that game when you and Larry Bird were going back and forth at the old Boston Garden and all of those. But the thing I feel like I remember the most vividly were the slam dunk contests against Michael Jordan. You head to head with Michael. I still think that there has never been anything that 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 art form has never been elevated to the place it was when you guys did it. And I would love to hear you tell our audience a story about it. When 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 people ask you about going head to head with Michael in those slam dunk contests, what stories do you tell? Well, the, the thing I would tell people that you had two you know great players who wanted to know who the best was. And that's why we competed and we did it for the fans. We wanted the fans to see the, you know, the aerial acrobatics that he and I displayed. But on the other side of that, we wanted to win. We wanted to know who the best was. That's why we, we competed. And I can tell you, the electricity that was in the building that night was, uh, it was unbelievable. Now, this is just a dunk contest. And people actually came to the All-Star game. Oh, no, don't let me lose his connection now. I'm getting the story. I've wanted it forever. Uh, please. Oh, Nick, I'm sorry. We lost your connection there for a second, but start again. You're talking about the electricity in the building. The electricity was out. It was, it was unbelievable. You could feel the heat. I mean, that, you know, intense it was. And Michael and I, we said to ourselves, you know, 
we want to put on a show, but we also wanted to know who the best was. We wanted to elevate each other, and we did. I mean, you would never see a dunk contest like that with two great players, you know, just going head-to-head. Um, it, it's never – I don't think you ever see that again. What was – What was the – That was amazing. Sorry, what was the relationship like? Like, what, what would you guys banter, like, you know, in between dunks and all that kind of stuff? I mean, again, the, the audience, anyone listening who's not old enough to remember this, I can't put into words what a cultural event it was when Michael Jordan went head-to-head with Dominique Wilkins in the slam dunk contest. What, were, what would you guys talk about? Nothing. Mm. We didn't talk about anything. You know, we just competed. You know, that's the thing is that, you know, we kept a lot of stuff to ourselves because, you know, during that time, you didn't want guys to get that close to you. And believe me, Michael was the same. And so, you know, it was kind of an unspoken thing with us. We knew what we brought to the table. We knew, you know, so it wasn't, we didn't, we didn't talk a lot, you know, you know, because one thing, if, if, if you talk too much back then, you know, the showboat guys, you know, took it personal. So, you know, you just came to compete. That was it. You know, speaking of that, it, it, this came up on my TV show today, and I'd, I'd love to get your perspective on it. When when Trey Young hits uh, Milwaukee with that little shoulder shake in game one that knocks down that three, we all lose our minds. Everybody loves it. Reggie Miller loses his mind on TV. Uh, you know, we show it over and over and over again on ESPN in the morning, and it's all great. But how would that have been received in the era in which you played if someone had done that? It was just just a different time. You know, guys, you know, took things personal back in those days. Um, You know, the thing is, as long as you respected your opponent, you you lived to fight another day. But a lot of them guys didn't like embarrassment, you know. And, hey, it's a different time now. But, you know, know, Trey Young, I have to tell you, I mean, he respects his opponent. He he always gives his opponent opponent credit after a game. So it's, it's not about disrespect. It's about entertainment. You know, it's about competing. You know, so with him, he's a different kind of guy, man. And I just love watching this guy play each and every night. Now, it is fun. and and But nothing was more fun than watching you, the human highlight film. Dominique Wilkins, you're the best. Thanks a million for taking the time. Good luck to your team going through the rest of these playoffs. And I hope we catch up again soon. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You do take care. As Dominique Wilkins, um, it's just fun. Our, our crew doing a great job on ESPN Plus here, rolling in some old footage of of the dunk contests. Michael against Dominique. It just it was just bigger than I, I can't explain why it was just bigger than um, than it is now. I, I I don't know why it just was because they were the biggest stars in the sport. Right. I guess start with that. I mean, it was Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins. You know. I've been in the, uh, lucky enough to be in the building for a lot of events. I wasn't in the building for that. I remember watching that on TV, but that, that's before my time. But I remember being in the building. This is sort of similar. It, when Frank Thomas and Ken Griffey Jr. were in the home run derby, and they wound up going head-to-head, and you had Junior obviously hitting it you know, from the left side, and Frank Thomas was right-handed, and th- th- that was epic. I mean, it was epic. The two of them just launching home runs one after another after another. And the place going crazy. I can't remember. Look that up. Was that in Pittsburgh? Stand by. I want to say it was in Pittsburgh. I covered three All-Star games. I forget which one it was. One was Baltimore. One was San Diego. It definitely wasn't San Diego. It was either Baltimore or Pittsburgh. And, and the two of them just went back and forth. And it was phenomenal. And there's just something different when we have these skills competitions 
when the Immortals are doing it. You know, it just was the same home runs don't look the same when Ken Griffey Jr. and Frank Thomas were hitting them or when Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins are doing those dunks. They don't look exactly the same. Uh, By the way, as you look that up, I'll mention that we got baseball on ESPN Radio this weekend. Tomorrow, Phillies Mets, 4 o'clock Eastern. Sunday Night Baseball Cubs Dodgers 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Our, our baseball weekend preview brought to you by Credit Karma. Visit creditkarma.com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Credit, karma, money, progress starts here. 1994, Three, uh, three, three Rivers Three Rivers. Yeah, it was in Pittsburgh. It was, it was an unbelievable show. Those two guys put on an unbelievable show. All right, the traditional Friday finish. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. I'll say it. Who you got? All right. No one asks questions better than Bubba does. Uh, Bubba, who used to administer lie detector tests for the CIA. So he obviously is extremely good at this. Will ask me a series of provocative questions and we'll get through as many as we can. Bubba, go ahead. All right. The NFL approved alternate helmets for throwback uniforms starting in 2022, according to our Adam Schefter. Who you got as your favorite throwback helmet? A I, I lot of good I, options. Here. I love them all. I mean, Me too. I, I like almost all of them better than I like the current ones. Um, I, I always love it when they wear the throwbacks. But I think the one that I saw all over social media yesterday was the Buccaneers helmet, the original Buccaneers helmet. Yep. And that's just a classic. Great one. Turns out the guy had a name. It was something the Pirate or something. I, I, I never knew that, but I saw, you know. Wasn't it Bucko Bruce? Oh, was that Bucko Bruce? Was, was, was Bucko Bruce the guy on the helmet? Well, whoever it was, doesn't matter, but I know who I'm talking about. It's the pirate guy <laughs> who was on the, the original uh, 0-14 Buccaneers helmets, and they were awesome. So that is the one that jumps immediately to mind. Bubba. Hawks Bucks Friday, Sunday on ESPN Radio. Hawks lead one nothing. Who you got in this series? Such a good question. I, I, I find myself, as it goes on, kind of rooting for the Hawks. Hmm. I don't mean to. I find there's something about Trey Young I really like. I, I, I would, you know, Milwaukee is a, a franchise that has been around. They've been close so many times. I'm thinking about different eras in which they were close. You know, the Bucks, those Don Nelson teams in the 80s were really good, and they couldn't get past Philly or Boston. And then, you know, George Carl had some good teams there, and now here they are with this superstar in Giannis. Most of me wants to see them win, but as the games are going on, I find myself completely intrigued by Trey Young. I really like him. So who do I think is going to win? I think the Bucs are going to win. If you're asking me who do I believe is going to win the series, I think the, the Bucs will win the series. They'll win tonight, and they'll steal one of the two. So for the purposes of this, I'll say they'll win games two and three. Bubba, next. All right, Suns-Clippers tomorrow night on ESPN Radio. The Suns lead 2-1. Who you got in this one? I, 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 I can't give up on the Clippers. I, I just They just keep doing it. And they've, they've got Devin Booker frustrated. They're in his head. He's complaining to the refs constantly. Um, I think this is going to be a long series. I do not believe we will see Kawhi again. If we did, I'd pick the Clippers to win. Otherwise, I'll take the Suns in seven. I think that it will be uh, 2-2 when we get back here on Monday. Baba, next. 27 years ago yesterday, The Lion King premiered nationwide. Who you got as your favorite Disney movie? My favorite Disney movie? See, I take my kids, you know, when they were little, we would see all the movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that, some of the more recent ones. 
I mean, you're not including like the Disney Channel original movies, are you? <laughs> we should call them the, D- the DCOMs or whatever they called those when my kids were little, because that would be like High School Musical and stuff. So that, that doesn't count for That's this. my kids' era. Well, I mean, going back to my childhood, I mean, you're going back to things like like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and Pinocchio and sure, all that kind of, of stuff. But that was like the 30s and 40s. That's not your childhood, is it? No, but in my childhood, we would see them. And Mo, what is the matter with you? You realize that things that happened before you were born continue to exist into your lifetime. What were your kids' favorite Disney movies? They liked The Lion King. They did? The, the one that I think they liked the best was Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Beauty and the Beast was very good. We went to see that on Broadway. I really liked it. So I'll go Beauty and the Beast. Bubba, one more quick. All right, let's finish topical because we were talking about it 12 years ago. Today, Michael Jackson died at the age of 50. So since Hembo doesn't know who he is, mm. who you got is your favorite song from the King of Pop. Easy. That one's easy. And it is the reason that Off the Wall is my favorite album by Michael. The best song on that album is She's Out of My Life. She's Out of My Life is one of the great love songs ever, one of the great regret songs ever, and Eddie Murphy's imitation of it in Delirious remains one of the all-time great memories of my youth. Bubba, thank you. Everybody, thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy all the sports, and we'll see you back in Better Than Ever Monday on ESPN Radio.